Welcome to the Jay Kim Show. This is your host, Jay Kim. I am an investor, author, and fitness entrepreneur. And for the first time in Asia, I sit down with the world's most brilliant minds in business, investing, and entrepreneurship. You'll learn all the secrets, strategies, and formulas to becoming a successful entrepreneur directly from the masters. If this is your first time listening, thank you for stopping by. This podcast is produced every week with the goal of providing actionable insight to you, the listener, with every single episode. And now, on to the show. We are finally here. It is January 16th, the start of the 2017 Start Me Up Hong Kong Festival. And it's also the launch date of my podcast, The Jay Kim Show. So thank you for joining us today. We are going to sit down with Charles Ng, who is the Associate Director General of Investment Promotion at Invest HK, and Jane Chan, the head of Start Me Up Hong Kong. So Invest HK is part of the Hong Kong government. It was established in July 2000 as an initiative to attract foreign direct investment and support overseas businesses set up shop here in Hong Kong. Now, in 2013, Charles decided to launch Start Me Up Hong Kong, which is a subset of Invest HK. Miss Jane Chan runs that division. And Start Me Up Hong Kong is an initiative to promote the Hong Kong startup ecosystem. So they are the key stakeholders behind this Start Me Up Hong Kong 2017 festival. We get to sit down with both of them today in a little roundtable discussion. They're going to explain all the events that are going to happen in this exciting week and what you have to look forward to. So let's jump right in. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here with the directors of Invest HK and Start Me Up Hong Kong. So this is a very exciting week we have uh, coming up. It's the 2017 Start Me Up Hong Kong Festival, probably one of the top two largest conference startup type festivals in Hong Kong. And we are sitting here with the two key people that are driving this, uh, this, this conference. So we're very fortunate to have them here with us. They've been working very hard this year uh, to put on an extremely uh, action-packed and fun, fun-filled week. And so I, I'm sitting here with Charles Ng, who's the Acting Director General of Investment Promotion, and Jane Chan, who's the head of Start Me Up Hong Kong. So perhaps Charles and Jane, perhaps you guys can just give us a little introduction of yourselves um, and maybe talk about what InvestHK's mission is and specifically Start Me Up Hong Kong. I know it was launched recently, maybe three or four years ago only. So how that differentiates from InvestHK and uh, and just give the audience a little bit of flavor there. Sure. Thank you very much, Jay. Thanks for the opportunity. Invest Hong Kong is a government department uh, in charge of inward foreign direct investment. What we do is we offer a one-stop service to help facilitate companies who are from overseas or mainland China. They want to, they are interested in setting up a presence or growing a presence here. And uh, they, they, would, they would come to Hong Kong. Uh, we have a network of 30 offices around the world where we help uh, these companies, large uh, co- corporates or SMEs and also startups uh, to come to Hong Kong and to set up a base here. And we would facilitate and offer a one-stop service from facilitation with work visas to uh, finding a school for their expatriate kids, as well as uh, opening a bank account, for example. 
We uh, have sector specialists here who are uh, from nine different sectors helping uh, basically uh, every sector that you can think of because Hong Kong is a very diversified economy. And uh, this is what we do in a nutshell to help companies uh, set up and expand here in Hong Kong. So overseas investments, businesses that want to set up shop in Hong Kong, Hong Kong being a very very favorable location to set up a new business or, or, or an affiliate of an existing business. Uh, I think the surprising thing is that even myself didn't know that there was 30 branches globally of InvestHK. I had no idea before you told me a while yeah. back. So, okay. And start me up HK, Jane. Yes. Thank you so much for, for asking us to come on this podcast. So Start Me Up Hong Kong is Invest Hong Kong's startup initiative. So in terms of offering the kind of services that the rest of the sector teams provide, like facilitation of, of work visas, um, you know, helping them to advise them on, you know, getting their company registered and things like that. Our team also provides very specific startup related to advice. So for example, if you are a biotech startup and you are doing some serious R&D work, you want to relocate to Hong Kong, then we could potentially signpost you to the relevant funding that is available from the government side. You know, the startup landscape is changing incredibly fast in Hong Kong. We've seen phenomenal growth. And actually it's a full-time job just to keep on top of everything that is happening. So having the team here to actually you know, signpost you to the correct workspace, your co-workspace, if you are in the investment side, for example, or other types of, of um, industries and sectors, you know, we can provide the on the ground kind of advice on that. The other hats that we also wear is to help to build the Hong Kong startup ecosystem. We are one of the players, there's some fantastic people in the community who are already doing some things, you know, whether they're academics, whether they are the corporates with their innovation labs or accelerators, incubators, investors. We come in from um, you know, obviously from the government angle, but also we try to provide value by connecting all these different groups of people together. So it's actually easier for someone new coming into Hong Kong to actually tap into this network easily. So as we start the year, we wanted to kick off the year with a lot of excitement. The reason why we're doing it in January is really to kick off the year and really create a lot of buzz and momentum in the ecosystem. We've seen uh, an amazing growth in the ecosystem from four years ago where there were three co-working space and now we have uh, over 50 uh, co-working space innovation labs, uh, accelerator programs, incubation programs in the city. And uh, they are actually quite varied in terms of verticals we've seen uh, from uh, fintech to uh, smart city to uh, data analytics to the retail technology and, and others. Uh, we've seen a lot of these growth coming up. And uh, for example, in, in health tech, we've seen a quite a, a big momentum there as well and Internet of Things. And uh, the reason why we're doing this, uh, this, this festival, uh, we have uh, a number of verticals that we are focusing on uh, where we believe Hong Kong has a very unique advantage and strength. So, uh, for example, for this upcoming festival, we're going to have uh, a number of verticals we're focusing on, namely uh, retail technology, the uh, other is, is the fashion tech, as well as uh, uh, smart city, connected city, uh, uh, and as well as Internet of Things, uh, fintech and health tech. And perhaps, uh, Jane, you could explain a little bit more about the, uh, uh, some of the details of the, of the festival. 
Sure. So we've got a whole week of different activities planned. And as Charles has just mentioned, the reason why we chose those kind of areas is that we really looked at what was happening on the ground. You know, we were seeing what kind of startups were coming up. And, you know, they're at the at the end of the day are the best kind of um decision makers and giving us the best views about what's happening because if you're setting up a, a health tech company here in Hong Kong there's got to be reasons strategic business reasons for you setting something up so we basically did observation on the ground we also did a, a startup survey and we also looked at how Hong Kong's um, physical as well as the business environment compares with other startup hubs and we did a bit of soul searching you know, what would make us unique and what are the competitive advantages for us? Hong Kong is not for everyone and we don't try to be everything for every man, but for certain industries and sectors, it really doesn't make a lot of sense. So, you know, Charles mentioned those key sectors and for us, each one of them has some, you know, some great um, reasons why startups and that related community in those industries would want to set up in Hong Kong. So we've got all these different kind of events going on. We've got the fashion tech, which you know is a, is a very natural thing for Hong Kong. We've had a long history of design, trading and things. So for fashion tech to incorporate that fashion know-how with the kind of technologies that's been done, it seemed to be a very, very natural thing for, for us to move into. And the same with retail tech. Hong Kong historically has been known as like a, you know, a shopper's paradise. Mm. Um, you know, how valid and relevant that is in, in this age of globalization. It's, it's some, you know, we were definitely looking at our retail industries and, and thinking, okay, the landscape is changing. How can we address that? How can we adapt to that and still make ourselves relevant going forward? And that's where the retail tech is coming in. We've got a, a lot of retailers here in Hong Kong who are searching for the next move, next step to actually grow their businesses. And technology, like in every other industry, is having a, a, a massive impact. Mm. And we want to showcase some of these fantastic things that are being done. But not only that, you've got a very large group of people here in Hong Kong, retail groups, who are ready and willing and waiting to basically adopt some of these technologies. And we think that because of that, you know, it makes sense for Hong Kong to actually move into that. Mm. Smart city, again, for us, um, we've got several major, major infrastructure projects going on here. And it's actually, it doesn't come very often where you've got a very developed market embarking on such massive infrastructure projects like the new Central Business District 2 that we're going to be creating, like the third runway and the new Sky City that's going to be built at the Hong Kong International Airport. All these kind of massive infrastructure projects have been prioritised to focus on smart city technologies. So for us, with these kind of opportunities, again, we wanted to attract the best and the brightest from all over the world mm. to basically showcase what's going on and potentially find customers here in Hong Kong. In terms of uh, the smart city, there's also the second central business district, which is in the making. And again, it's uh, what we are positioning in Hong Kong is that uh, come to Hong Kong and take a look at uh, these big projects where uh, there is a lot of uh, demand. Uh, and a lot of gaps to be filled and where uh, startups can use Hong Kong as a living lab, a showcase and a global launch pad. In the, the rest of the two verticals that we're going to be focusing on uh, in terms of the uh, would be fintech. 
And fintech is obviously a, a very natural choice for Hong Kong. Uh, as, as much as we are uh, one of the top three global financial center, we believe that Hong Kong has all the ingredients and, and the demand and the needs for to becoming uh, one of the top three uh, global fintech hub. And uh, in regards to the, uh, the, the, the needs, we're looking at a number of areas, for example, cybersecurity, blockchain technology, regulatory technology, insure tech, and so on. And all of these will be discussed and will be uh, showcased in Hong Kong. Uh, there's a global competition, of course. Uh, the finalists uh, from this global competition at the FinTech Finals 2017 will be pitching to investors during the, the two days of the FinTech Finals here during the festival. Um, last but not least, there is also the, the, the Health Tech uh, Day, where we will be featuring a number of areas of where uh, using digital uh, health tech, uh, digital connected to health tech uh, would, would be featured. And, and uh, Hong Kong also is going through a very exciting times where we see a lot bigger focus on, on medical device, on, uh, on uh, digital health, as well as also aging technologies. Uh, we have uh, some exciting things happening in Hong Kong where because of the fact that we're next to Shenzhen, which is the hardware capital of, of, of the world, uh, we are in a very good position uh, with all the ingredients here to really uh, help startups at different stages to develop and grow their business. Yeah, I mean, so this is, this is incredible because basically all the verticals that you've spoken of basically didn't exist five years ago. I mean... Charles, I, I met you probably around five years ago. I think over the five years, we've sat in this very room multiple times talking about how to proliferate and grow the startup ecosystem here in Hong Kong. And, uh, you know, to be honest, the first few years, nothing happened and I was quite discouraged. Uh, but now looking back, we've come a long way. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously, many thanks to you guys and what you guys do here. The two of them have taken it uh, like a personal crusade uh, to to help grow the ecosystem. And, you know, like I said, a lot of these things uh, didn't exist. You know, I mean, fashion tech, I, I've never even heard of fashion tech. And you think about, I think about fashion tech being, you know, like wearables and Fitbit and stuff like that. But, you know, it, it goes a lot deeper than that. And I spoke with Marina. We'll hear from Marina, um, you know, later in another podcast today, released the same day. Um, and she goes into detail about what exactly fashion tech is and, and says, you know, it's a lot, there's a lot more to it than just wearables. Uh, and she's also uh, guaranteed that there will be a, a confirmed that there will be a catwalk. So that's a very <laughs> exciting uh, for a tech startup yes. type uh, conference. Uh, this is something rare. So it's if you guys, mama. yeah, if you guys haven't gotten your tickets, then uh, then go right right now and, and grab your tickets for the catwalk. Now, start me up, Hong Kong. Obviously, there is a signature event uh i believe it's the second night and so maybe you guys can tell us a little bit about uh, some of the keynote speakers that you have coming it's a high profile event there's going to be a lot of people flying in from overseas i think uh it's something like over 5,000 attendees to the conference every year and another 2,000 in the sort of ancillary uh type events around the city so what do we have to look forward to on the tuesday for the uh festival event Gosh, so can I just step back a little mm, bit, just sure. talk a little bit about the format that's changed. So we started this, um, actually Charles, <laughs> it was really it was Charles at the time, four years ago, saw all the startup things happening and we decided that, um, or he decided that one way of actually showcasing what a fantastic place Hong Kong is as a potential startup hub 
was to organize a competition, a startup competition. So we basically went around the world. We did roadshows. We, you know, promoted the competition. We managed to get a whole bunch of finalists to Hong Kong, and we culminated by hosting um, a, what we call the Start Me Up Hong Kong Venture Forum, where we showcase these. these um, finalists, I think there was a, a range from about 10 to about 12 companies per year um, to actually come to Hong Kong and pitch with the you know potential to actually win uh, a number of like really good prizes. But you know, last year, as in actually, I should say this year, it's, it's actually no, we're in 2017, aren't we? Yes, <laughs> that's right. I can finally <laughs> say to last year. So last year, we decided to change the format instead of having a competition, we just thought we would hold a fantastic, inspirational kind of type of um, event under the Start Me Up um, Venture Forum umbrella. But we also increased the scope of the actual festival itself. So we actually asked different kind of partners to create all these fantastic events in the key sectors that we mentioned earlier. So in January 2016 was when we had our first one. And we were incredibly lucky um, for our Venture Forum to actually have Elon Musk as our keynote speaker and that really helped to to show the world that we were very serious about building Hong Kong as a startup hub. Now, following on from from that this I don't year, know how you guys pulled that off? By the way, I think everyone's still scratching their heads yeah. on that one. Oh, it was. We were just incredibly fortunate, and the guy was a complete inspiration. Actually, yeah, it was actually. Can well I just say it was actually um, a lot of hard work on the on our sector team side. Actually, mm. they had a, a great relationship with Tesla ever since we helped them set up here in Hong Kong. You know, our sector teams did a lot of hard work to actually work with the their teams to to enable this to happen. So. It wasn't something that we decided that, oh, wouldn't it be fantastic? And it just happened. It was a culmination mm. of several years of really good right. relationships with um, with Tesla that enabled that to happen. So this year, how do you follow up on someone like, um, you know, Elon <laughs> Musk? We decided that we, we wanted to actually entertain the heck out of people. You know, still very much with a, a tech focus and very much an inspirational kind of focus. But, you know, we were going completely the different way of actually entertaining people. So as our keynotes this year, we actually have um, Marco Tempest, um, who's our final keynote. And he is like a tech illusionist. If you don't know him, um, you should definitely search these things up because the guy is incredible. Actually, it, I did that myself. I went on YouTube. And I, oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it's so cool, isn't yeah. it? It really is quite Very amazing. Cool. It's just, you know, he is actually an AI expert as well, robotics oh, really? expert. Really? Wow. But he leverages tech to actually create entertainment in the hope of educating people about these more abstract kind of concepts, which I think is a, a great tie-in for us. Um, we've also got Brett King as one of our top line speakers. Brett King again, an incredible thought leader and, and, you know, he's what's called a futurist. Mm -hmm. You know, he's been predicting trends of what's going to come up, what the millennials want, you know, what we're going to see down the road in, in 5, 10, 20 years time. You know, and, um, you know, it would be very interesting to see whether a lot of his, his views are, are going to come to pass. You know, he has put money where his mouth is and he's actually created a, a fintech um, company, a digital bank that is, uh, you know, is, is worth over 100 million US now. So it really is. He, he does practice what he preaches and, and we're really looking forward to that. But it's not just like the, the overseas kind of speakers. We've also want we also wanted to highlight some local heroes as well. So we've got um, Professor Dennis Lowe from CUHK and 
Actually, this guy is a marvel, and so few people know of who he is. He basically and they developed some, um, you know, did research and developed this technology to allow for non-invasive ways of testing fetal DNA. So, for example, you know, if you you're a woman or you know, a man with your wife, you, you've had children and things. Did the, you know one of the ways you used to get tested for Down syndrome was basically through amniocentesis, which when you're a woman, you know, usually around about five months pregnant, it's actually quite a dangerous thing. It's it's not risk free. You know what um, Professor Lowe has found certain proteins within the mother's DNA. They're her blood plasma that you can actually search for for the fetal diseases. And basically, all you have to do is either take the saliva from the mother or a, a little bit of blood, and you can test for all these things without having to inject these really long needles into the stomach of a pregnant mother. The guy is it's amazing. amazing, and his technology has been leveraged and you know painted and used by a number of very, very large organisations. And I just don't think in Hong Kong we're very good at actually shouting from the rooftops when we've got people that are compelling like that. So hopefully through this event, you know, we'll showcase some of these these fantastic thought leaders and visionaries in their respective fields. Yeah, we are extremely excited about what's going on and also in the ecosystem. Uh, and I think uh, a great uh, reason for the success of the, the the momentum that we're seeing is really thanks to the passion and the people who are in Hong Kong. And uh, we see from people uh, from from all over uh, different parts of the world that are here, that are based here, they're really what we call them champions of the ecosystem. But we're also seeing a lot of momentum coming out from the locals who are increasingly getting excited about getting into the entrepreneurship uh, innovation uh, platform. And uh, we're extremely, extremely um, excited about the the, uh, the upcoming future for Hong Kong. Um, it was announced on Tuesday that the chief executive of Hong Kong government and the mayor of Shenzhen just signed uh, an agreement to to really create this, this amazing uh, hub. Uh, this is what we call a innovation and technology hub, a tech park uh, between Shenzhen and Hong Kong. It's an 85 hectares of land that is going to be put forward to creating this very unique proposition. And I say unique because of the fact that when you look at the, the world, uh, there's very few places where you can actually, where you can bring ideation to commercialization in a very big sense where, you know, you can do prototypes anywhere in the world. You can do one or two or five prototypes in universities and so on. But if you want to scale that and you want to uh, make small amount of samples to validate the samples and to bring the samples to fruition, and, and then once you get uh, approval and that this is you fine-tune the samples so that you have the right prototype and you want to launch the product uh, two or three hundred thousand pieces and get the funding and so on I mean Hong Kong the combination of Hong Kong and Shenzhen is second to none and that's why we see a lot of the uh, IOT Internet of Things people coming here to setting up here uh, the base as well as uh, in, in, in various uh, innovation side so we, we believe that with this um, technology park uh, between Shenzhen and Hong Kong that we're going to be creating, that is going to really be a game changer for for us and for the world. As Jane mentioned about the innovation that we're seeing, uh, we're seeing a, we're, the reason why we see that this momentum is really picking up is that there's a lot of innovation coming over from, from, from this part of the world as well. We're really excited from the fact that we're seeing some innovation, a number of innovation coming from Hong Kong, from the mainland, but also from the rest of Asia. And we believe that uh, we are in a very sweet spot 
being part of the one country two system, really looking at uh, this combination and this technology park that is going to be created, which is going to be really a unique park in the world where you can bring ideas, uh, test it, validate it, uh, get the funding, uh, get the research uh, completed and done, and then get a small amount of samples, a small amount of orders, and then scale it in a very big and quick way. And this is really a, a type of ecosystem that you're talking about is really second to none. So we believe that we have the best of both worlds. We have the mainland Chinese as a huge market and Asia itself as a huge market. Uh, within five hours flight, you can reach f uh, half of the world's population, 3.5 billion people. And we believe that not only can you have access to market, but also access to production, access to talent, and also access to funding. And so all these ingredients are very important for uh, startups at different stages. And of course, uh, Invest Hong Kong is here to welcome them with a red carpet. We're living in an exciting time right now. I, you know, I read an article the other day that said basically between the years 2016 and 2020, there's estimated three to five billion new people that are going to come online. And the majority of that's going to come from China and India, right? Yes. So yes. we are sitting right smack dab in the middle of that innovation, that technology. And this, this cycle uh, is going to be huge, right? Um, so one of the challenges, you know, even from when I first came here and I was looking around the ecosystem is in Hong Kong, the fragmentation, the silos of the different pockets within the ecosystem. Uh, and Invest HK, Start Me Up HK has, has done a phenomenal job of sort of leveling that playing field, just being a neutral ground for everyone to come together uh, and, and work together to help just grow the, 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 the community. So my question to you guys now is, you know, you, you, you guys are, are sitting here with a gargantuan task. I mean, InvestHK, supporting inbound business investments, obviously Start Me Up HK, trying to cultivate the startup ecosystem here. Out of all the verticals and all the things that you have on your plate for 2017, what are one or two of the top key focus areas that you want to see uh, you know, when we're sitting here next year ahead of 2018's uh, Start Me Up Hong Kong Festival? What can you say, uh, this is what we accomplished in 2017. This was our directive and here's what we brought to the table. This is what we checked off for 2017. What do you guys, what are your focus areas? Well, for me, it's, it's basically extending the kind of work we're already doing. So we are um, very, very busy, as you say, trying to link those different silos up, provide a platform for people to actually do that. So whether you're in the you know, whichever kind of sector you're in or whether you're an investor wanting to reach out to the, you know, the different types of startups and things, we have this platform to enable people to actually put on their own events. And what the fantastic thing is, is like these people are really doing it. So many people are taking time out of the whatever really busy schedule that they're doing. And it's humbling to me. It really, it never fails to amaze me. I speak to Charles about this all the time that, you know, you've got some of these busiest people in the you know in, in Hong Kong, whether they are, you know, head of large corporates or startups frantically trying to get their business off the ground, or universities who are teaching and researching at the same time, they are all coming out either to attend these events or to volunteer for these events or to actually create events and become speakers and things just so you know, we can actually build this ecosystem here in Hong Kong and potentially set Hong Kong up as a place for entrepreneurship and innovation to thrive. 
And I feel like we, we just need to do more and more of that and basically try to expand the, the circle we've got at the moment. It's like dropping a rock in, in a lake, you know? You've got you've got the ripples starting yeah. to happen. We want those ripples to really spread out more, but not just within Hong Kong. We, we're basically, you know, going to make 2017 a year where we actually push that story out to a much more of an international audience as well so they can see what a fantastic environment Hong Kong is for potentially the, the entrepreneurship and bringing their business here. Our ultimate um, goal at Invest Hong Kong at the end of the day is job growth. That's what we want to do. We want to bring the best companies in Hong Kong, you know, to basically set base here and with startups and their massive like scalability potential, you know, they can actually suddenly hire a lot of people very, very quickly compared to the more regular traditional kind of um, companies so that's what we're hoping to do bring some of those fantastic companies that we're seeing overseas to hong kong to actually potentially do that but also to showcase the companies we've got homegrown like you know professor low like what all these fantastic people are doing there's some, there's some great innovation happening i just don't think um you know like i said we're very good at actually talking about and marketing that so if we can support that and get that into a wider kind of um profile i think it would be a fantastic thing the second thing of course is um funding you know funding is a big deal yeah. it's, it's, it's a big deal everywhere within startup hubs but and yeah. you know when we've got china on our doorstep which you know arguably has been attracting a lot of um, vc funds and startup yeah. funds you know and, and us being on in hong kong which is obviously a much smaller kind of entity is it's quite you, you don't even try to compete but i think funding is an area that we can potentially grow a lot more especially since um there is money here. There is, there's no doubt about it. I mean, Jay, you're working in the financial services industry. Yeah. You're talking to family offices regularly, high net worth individuals. We just need to get some of that fund into tech startups. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're going to try and do. So you need to do it in two ways. On the one hand, you've got to basically make sure that you've got the deals worth investing in in the first place. And that's going to take time. So it's not going to be something that we can resolve right away. But the other side of things is to potentially bring other funds from overseas to Hong Kong and potentially maybe some of the, the family offices, the high net worth individuals might feel a bit more relaxed and, and basically putting some money into those kind of funds as opposed to doing it themselves because it is a very, very different proposition to investing on your regular wealth kind of products yeah. or, or you know, property. property or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's a, it's a very different ball game. You know, mm. we, we appreciate that and we do re realise that it does take time to mature, but it's you know one of the ways to want to get more funding of course is, is through that and of course i know that within the hong kong government itself we are looking at other ways that we can potentially you know address some of the areas of where we see shortfalls and, and we're looking forward to hearing what the the policy addresses are, are going to produce as well as the, the next budget speech as well yeah i think in regards to the funds uh, immediately in the next six months there will be uh, the two billion dollar fund that the government has been talking about will be launched uh, the government co-investing with uh, vc um, a $2 billion fund, encouraging more VCs to come in and, and, and invest here. And I agree with Jane that uh, funding is very important. Uh, we have a lot of money here in this town. We have a lot of high net worth individuals, ultra net worth individuals. Uh, the challenge for us is that we, how do we get them to participate more, invest more into innovative startups? And we're extremely encouraged by when we go to meetings, when we go to gatherings, we see a lot of the uh, next generation, the third generation, as we call, of family offices. 
sponsors, uh, folks getting involved, uh, very much interested uh, into looking at uh, in investing into innovative uh, startups and business ventures. The other thing I think is very important is to uh, really engage with the corporates. We have uh, close to 8,000 corporations here. Close to more than half of them have their regional headquarters and regional office. And when we talk to corporates, uh, they're all looking at corporate innovation. And corporate innovation is going to be very key. So when uh, the corporates are very important because we want uh, our uh, startups, when they're here, to have access to market. And one of the ways is to link up with the corporates. And of course, the corporate, uh, a lot of the corporations have their corporate funds that uh, universities and corporate funds that actually would like to um, work with so that they could participate in this whole ecosystem because they're very an important integral part of that. One of the other points I like to make is that in addition to what Jane said was that an engagement with uh, the various other ecosystems around the world uh, because there are a lot of um, accelerator, incubator programs, innovation labs that uh, you know having a presence here will really help them grow their own ecosystem. So this is something that we're very keen in doing, working with universities, identifying some of the best-in-class uh, uh, incubators, accelerators, in innovation labs, and universities that would want to link up here so that they can uh, have this soft landing, if you will, here, at the same time having uh, the champion startups going to their uh, particular jurisdiction as well. So I think, all in all, we are extremely excited about the, the journey that we have started and I think 2017 is going to be uh, also a very, very important one as we see more and more uh, verticals coming up. One of the things, Jay, which we're seeing very interestingly is that, you know, we, we, we talk about all these uh, verticals that we have uh, sort of plumped up into one week. And the interesting thing is that we're, we're starting already to see spin-offs. Uh, for example, fintech, uh, we started uh, this year, uh, I mean, sorry, last year, <laughs> yes. a dedicated fintech team, <laughs> where in November last year, we had our first fintech week. And we're working now on a second fintech week towards the fourth quarter of this year. And uh, this is also very exciting. We're also seeing spin-offs, for example, in terms of Internet of Things. And uh, I think that as we move forward, these uh, clusters or these verticals are going to have their own lives. And this is something which is exci- really exciting to us. And I think that when people ask us, so what's, what's next? What do we see next? Well, there's a lot of people talking about different other verticals as well. And we're, in a way, we don't want to be top down and saying that, oh, we need to do this or, or, or that, but really rather than uh, really working with the businesses and coming up from bottoms up rather than top down. And uh, as, as uh, Jane was saying earlier, we're incredibly lucky and in, in, in to having these very passionate uh, startup champions uh, in each of these verticals that are really willing to take the bull by the horn and, and, and just uh, working with us very closely to making it happen. And we're, we're very grateful for that. Fantastic. It sounds like it's going to be a great week and it's going to be a great year. Thank you guys both so much for your time. Last question is, if I'm a business or a startup perhaps looking to plant roots in Hong Kong, what's the best thing I should do? Where's, where can I find you guys? How can I connect with uh, and maybe get some support, some guidance? Yeah, we are uh, open to business and we, uh, we're completely wanting to welcome anybody uh, of any size of the company, a one-person company or a mid-sized company or a large company. Uh, we are here to help. Our website, www.investhk.gov.hk or startmeup.hk, uh, you can reach us and we have an inquiry hotline and we can talk to us anytime. We welcome people and please do 
participate in in this ecosystem, be part of this this exciting journey. Yes, yes, and they're very very good at at getting in touch and getting back to you. I mean, they're two of the busiest people that that I've ever met, and they're still very very good at uh, being very responsive. So that's it, folks. We are here all week. It's going to be a great week. Uh, most of the events are happening at the PMQ. So run over and uh, you can hop online and uh, startmeup.hk is where you can find all the information there. I believe the venture forum is at the convention center. It is. And there's a bunch of little ancillary events that are around the city. There's some pub crawls and, and uh, some social events as well. But yeah, PMQ and this is the Start Me Up Hong Kong 2017 festival. And we're really excited. So thank you again, Charles. Thank you, Jane, thank for your you. time thank and you. for everything that you do for uh, Hong Kong. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks a lot. All right. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All the show notes and links can be found over at jkimshow.com. Come back often and make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join us next week for another exciting episode of The J. Kim Show. I'd love to hear your comments. You can find me on Twitter at jkimmer, J-A-Y-K-I-M-M-E-R. See you guys next week. This podcast is brought to you by Hack Your Fitness, the high achiever's guide to getting ripped in under three hours a week. If you're anything like me, you're probably working a full-time job or jobs and trying to find time to balance family life, social life, and last but not least, fitness. Look, I get it. I'm a full-time investor and entrepreneur myself and father of two. So how am I able to stay fit year-round without spending hours and hours in the gym killing myself on the cardio machine? After struggling for the last 15 years trying every workout and diet under the sun, I finally designed a system that allows me to achieve and maintain single-digit body fat for life in under 3 hours a week. Cardio not required. Head on over to hackyour.fitness and download my free 13-page guide that teaches you the simple science behind efficient fitness and smart nutrition and gives you everything you need to know to finally take control of your life. That's hackyour.fitness.